Hello, everyone. I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week, we're talking about our experience with the 20-week anatomy scan. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to Meet Meet Baby Baby H. H. The anatomy scan is typically done between weeks 18 through 22, and it's used to check on the physical development of your baby, and they're really looking to try to detect some congenital disorders as well as anatomical abnormalities. Your doctor will be looking at the baby's heart, brain, neck, spine, arms and legs, hands and feet, chest, lungs, kidneys, bladder, stomach, intestines, and face. They're also going to look at the location of your placenta, the blood throw through the umbilical cord, measure the amount of amniotic fluid in the uterus, and check the mother's cervix and ovaries. The anatomy scan is usually scheduled for 45 minutes, but can be longer depending on how your baby cooperates. They may even ask you to come back for a second appointment if they can't see everything they need to. So let's talk a little bit about our experience at the 20-week anatomy scan. This anatomy scan appointment started pretty much the same as every other appointment. We would get checked into a room. They would take my weight and my blood pressure and ask if I was having any concerns since my last appointment. Just a few days before, I had actually felt pretty faint in the shower to the point where my eyes kind of started to black out a little bit. So I did tell them about that. And they basically just said, let us know if it happens again. And for now, it's nothing to worry about. They really have never seemed to have a huge issue with any of the things that Rachel will say. Most of the time, any of these symptoms, they'll just say, yep, that can happen with pregnancy. And if it stays really persistent or you notice that it's getting worse, give us a call back then. So to start getting ready for the anatomy scan, they gave me one of those like paper. It's not a paper gown, but it's just a paper sheet, I guess. Yeah, it's basically like a massive paper towel. (laughs) And so I tucked that into my leggings and just waited for the doctor to come in. When she came in, she explained that the scan can detect some things, but it's not a guarantee that if she doesn't see anything, that the baby is perfectly healthy and vice versa. It's not a guarantee that if she does see something, that there is something wrong. They're really just trying to see if there's a higher risk that your baby has some sort of disability or has some sort of developmental issue. So it's definitely not like definitive one way or the other, but it can give you a pretty good idea of how you're doing right now and at least what the percent chance is that there is something in the future that pops up. Right. And she also asked if I had felt the baby move yet. At the time, I wasn't really sure if I was feeling the baby move or not, so I just said no. And my doctor said that that is normal as well. Yeah, they really just explained that sometimes it takes a little bit longer for first-time mothers. And of course, they wanted to know if we wanted to know the gender, which we already knew. So we were like, yeah, we'd like it confirmed, though. (laughs) Yeah, and it is kind of important to know that even if you don't want to know the gender, they still do have to look at the body parts. So if you don't want to know the gender, there might be a time where your doctor tells you to look away and they're going to have to take a picture so that they can look at it later and hopefully they don't send you home with it. Right. The way the room was set up is that the doctor had her screen all connected to the ultrasound machine and then we had a separate monitor that was facing us that we could look at kind of showing the live feed at the same time. 
Yeah, it's really nice if the setup is that way because then the doctor doesn't have to keep turning the screen so that you can see. And we can just sit there and basically relax and watch our baby move around. So to get started, I laid back on the table, obviously, and she just immediately went in to check the baby's heartbeat. Yeah, before we get into all of this, it's something that Rachel has thought a lot about, about whether you're supposed to go with a full bladder or not, and it basically doesn't matter. So they haven't specifically said, like, make sure you have a full bladder or anything unless Rachel has had to pee in a cup. Right. And that's really the only time that I've had to come with a full bladder is when they need a urine sample. Yeah, so I don't think it has a huge effect on the anatomy scan anyway. We were kind of laughing on our way. We're like, is Rachel supposed to have a full bladder or what's the deal? And we're like, well, if you wait like 10 minutes, she'll need to go to the bathroom anyway, so it'll be fine. So she checked the heartbeat first, which I really appreciated and was kind of wondering if they were going to do that by Doppler or if they were just going to jump right in with the anatomy scan because I have heard some traumatizing stories of, you know, people go in and they see something on the screen that is not living anymore and that's very traumatizing for them. So I really appreciated that the doctor took the time to just go ahead and do that right at the beginning. I think the heart rate was 159. Yeah, we have been expecting this heart rate to go down all throughout, but the baby's heart rate has stayed pretty consistent at 159 since our 16-week appointment. She did a general scope top to bottom, side to side, just to see, kind of get a feel for where the baby is positioned. She did tell us that they are head down and that also my placenta was an anterior fundal placenta, which means on the top front. Yeah, so basically like just above Rachel's belly button. And they think that that is why Rachel might not be able to feel the baby move as well just yet because it's kind of like an extra barrier. It's like a little cushion between the baby and Rachel's stomach. And that could be why I still am having back problems because the baby is towards the back. Yeah, and they were able to do that really, really quick, and they just kind of are doing a general scope to see whether everything is fine before they start getting into really looking at a lot of close measurements. So she started going through all of the organs in a little bit more detail. I think she started with the heart because she was already there looking at the heartbeat, and we got to see all the four chambers kind of moving, which I have never seen a heart like in that way before, so that was kind of interesting for me. It's really interesting because in an ultrasound, they can only really see bones and then there's solid black spots where there's fluid. So when you look at their heart, it doesn't look like what you would picture a human heart to look like. It's just kind of like this oval shape with a couple of lines in the middle, which is like the dividing walls in the heart. And then you see these like four black sections, and those are actually where blood is moving. And you can see that this thing is constantly moving, which is a good thing. And she also took a look at the spine and the stomach, um, a really detailed look at the brain. I have no idea what she was looking for, but it did spend a good chunk of time looking at the brain. From what we've seen, when they're looking at the brain, they're kind of just looking to see if there's like a spot or just some weird part of the brain that hasn't grown all the way. And that could put you at higher risk for some other disorder. But a lot of times they might actually see that on the anatomy scan and it not be a big deal. It might just be something that took a little bit longer to develop and in like a week or so, it's going to go away. So even if your doctor does tell you that there's a spot on their brain or something, 
it's not a definitive that something is going to be wrong. They're just saying at this current moment, we might need to look at this again. Yeah. We got the baby's gender reconfirmed, so it was the same as what they told us the first time, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to worry about that in this. And then we also got to see their little hands and feet, which is really cute. I think one of the pictures that the doctor sent us home with was of the little foot, and that's probably one of my favorite pictures. But they also were sucking their thumb during the scan. Yeah, which is really cute, and we don't really want them to be thumb suckers, so they can get it in while they can now, I guess. <laughs> Our doctor made a point to tell us that there were two arms and two legs and, you know, the correct amount of fingers and toes, which I know that they just have to do, but we got a good chuckle out of that. It was really oddly specific. Like, yeah, well, there are two arms and two legs and 10 fingers and toes. I just don't think a whole lot about that you would be able to tell in development, but I guess it is something that you could have an issue with. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things is that they can measure the length of bones or like if there's a spot somewhere that they need measured, they just like drag this little line across the screen and can figure out the actual length of whatever it is they're measuring. Yeah, it's really common for ultrasound technicians to measure the length of the femur. And really, once your baby has gotten to a certain size, they use the length of the femur to tell how far they are in development. And it's really common that after a premature baby is born, that they also measure the femur to see where they are. And so really from this ultrasound on, anytime they can, they're going to measure the femur. Yeah. Our doctor also checked the blood flow coming from the placenta through the umbilical cord and where the umbilical cord connects to the baby. And it was kind of cool. It kind of looks like a weather map when they put all the colors up on the screen, but it's just showing like where the blood is flowing, which I think is really cool. And so you can actually see like blood flow through the umbilical cord. And they'll also do this when they're looking at the heart. So you can kind of see how blood is moving. And I just think it's really, really interesting because for somebody that doesn't look at these things every day, it can be kind of confusing what you're looking at. I distinctly remember for like a long time thinking that when we were looking at the heart that we actually were looking at something in the baby's brain. And then as soon as they turned on this like color map of where the blood is, it's like, oh, well, obviously that's the heart. You know, it just is something that you don't know because you don't look at these every day. Right. So everything was looking good so far. We were getting through all of the measurements and scanning pretty quickly. And then the doctor was trying to find the kidneys and the baby just was not in a good position for it. She had me turn on my right side and kind of tried to, you know, move the wand around and see that way. Wasn't really getting a good view. So then she had me turn on my left side and did the same thing all over again and just ultimately decided that the baby's just not in a good position today. It was really kind of funny because as Rachel would move around, you would see that the baby would kind of like readjust, but never in the spot that like the doctor actually wanted. And I would compare it to like when you have a glass full of ice and you're trying to get the ice to move out of your way. And whenever you spin the glass, the ice doesn't ever go anywhere. And that's pretty much what was happening with the baby. And it was really annoying the doctor. And I 100% know what it feels like when the baby moves now because there was a time when they moved and I watched it happen on the screen and I felt it at the same time. And so now I just know what it feels like. 
Yeah, and so the doctor decided that we just needed to do this at our next appointment. So they're going to do another ultrasound when we go in and more specifically look for the kidneys. We're not really too concerned about it because she said that she could tell they're there, but it's really hard to get accurate measurements because of where the spine is, and she just needs the baby to be in a slightly different position. Yeah. Another thing that doctors and ultrasound techs really like doing these days is those face-first shots of the baby. And I just don't like that. I think it's kind of creepy at this stage. Rachel thinks that these face shots are like absolutely terrifying. Sometimes she'll be going through like a couple of her pregnancy apps and we'll just like end up on a picture of it and she will just drop her phone or toss it to the end of the couch or whatever and ask me to get off of it because she does not like looking at it. Yeah. So some of the stats for the baby, they weigh 12 ounces. They're in the 42nd percentile, so pretty average. And then their heart rate was 159 beats per minute. I think it's really interesting that they are able to estimate how much the baby weighs at this point. Like, I understand how they can guess at the length because they can actually measure that in an ultrasound. And I don't really think they ever measure from like the top of the head to like their feet or whatever in an ultrasound. But I just think it's interesting that they're able to say that our baby weighs 12 ounces at 20 weeks. Like I want to know how they get that number. So everything that doctor was able to see at this appointment looked good. But like Harrison said, we are going to have another ultrasound at our 24-week appointment just to see if we can get another look at the kidneys. And our doctor also wanted to see a side profile of forehead, nose, and mouth. And since our baby was sucking their thumb, we couldn't quite get a good look at that. Yeah, and it's not really uncommon for them to do this, to just say, at your next appointment, we're going to do another ultrasound and take a look at these things. And really, we don't have any reason to be worried. If the doctor did see something that they were concerned about, obviously they would tell us. And really, the course of action is just do another ultrasound at 24 weeks anyway. There's not really a whole lot that a doctor can do except just sit and wait and really collect more information about whether they need to do something like immediately after the baby is born. I'm actually really glad that we're getting another scan because it's just another chance to see the baby. If the doctor was able to see everything in this one appointment, we wouldn't have another ultrasound until very far along. So I'm actually really kind of glad. Yeah, it was really interesting how much bigger the baby is because we haven't seen them for a little over a month now because that's when we were able to find out the gender through a third party. But if you hadn't seen your baby since your very first ultrasound at like eight weeks and then went into this appointment, it is amazing how much larger they are. Yeah. Like you can start to see them fill the entire space that they have and you know that pretty soon this baby is going to start to be cramped. I think that the best thing that came out of the appointment was that Rachel could watch where the baby was and feel how they move, which has been a big thing because these couple of weeks afterwards, Rachel has been able to definitively say, I can feel them moving right now. And I think that that just provides a lot of extra reassurance. So at the end of the appointment, I used that giant paper towel that was tucked into my pants to wipe off the massive amount of goo that is on my stomach. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Like at the beginning, she was just talking, asking Rachel if she had any symptoms and like just 
using up all of this goo, just like putting on Rachel's stomach. I would say like if it was a standard bottle of ketchup, like half the bottle of ketchup was used. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while and I just kept asking for more paper towels and the doctor just stopped giving them to me at one point and was like, yeah, you're just going to find this on you everywhere. <laughs> it is a lot of goo and it is sticky, which is gross. Right. We are very thankful to be on the other side of our anatomy scan with a good report. Next time, we're going to be answering some of your questions about the first half of our pregnancy. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at 1022productions to submit all of your questions. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.